Welcome to another MLEX podcast. I'm Anna Rego, Managing Editor for MLEX's London Bureau. Today we'll be talking about the EU's right to be forgotten principle, which applies to search engines such as Google, Microsoft's Bing and Yahoo. The idea behind the principle seems simple. Anybody in the EU can ask a search engine to remove the links to the results about them. But the reality is far more complex than that. With me is Vesla Gladicheva, Senior Technology Correspondent in London, who will be speaking about the latest court challenges in the UK on the right to be forgotten. Hi Vesla. Hi Anna. So what is this right to be forgotten? Where does it stem from? Why is it so important? So this principle was uh, triggered um, in 2014 when uh, the EU Court of Justice in Luxembourg um, handed down uh, a very important uh, judgment uh, that was sent from Spain. Uh, And basically, judges said that Google and other search engines uh, should comply with requests from individuals to have their names uh, removed from search results. So someone writes into Google, for instance, I don't want to be picking on Mm. Google, but (laughs) someone writes in and says, I want this link to be deleted. And then, you know, Google or Microsoft has X amount of months or weeks to Mm. to respond. Yes. And and they have to uh, sort of consider uh, a number of factors, such as whether the information is is accurate, um, out of date, relevant. Um, and, and basically it's, it's a balancing exercise and they need to weigh uh, two com- competing rights, on the one hand the right to a private life and on the other the right to free expression. So these two new cases in the UK court which are helpfully um, mentioned as NT1 and NT2 versus mm-hmm. Google, I understand that there is some reporting restrictions so we can't actually talk about the content but we can talk about the legal arguments. What are they about? Why are the claimants taking mm-hmm. Google to court? So here we're talking about two uh, British businessmen um, who uh, initially approached uh, Google uh, because they wanted certain uh, links uh, delisted uh, from from Google search results, and those uh, links led to news reports about uh, their old convictions. And we're talking about old, really old. Yeah, 1990s, okay, uh, yeah. early 2000s. So, so they argue that um, this information is no longer relevant. It shouldn't be uh, so easily accessible. Uh, by the whole world, uh, really, and uh, Google should really remove the, these web links. Uh, Google has refused to do so mm-hmm. in the name of uh, public interest, and the two uh, businessmen have uh, taken now Google to court because of that. And, and what are the legal arguments that you heard during the trials that took place a few weeks ago, both mm-hmm. on Google's side and on the claimant's side? So the overarching argument uh, is that these old convictions uh, are now spent, which uh, under UK uh, rehabilitation rules uh, means that um, effectively these convictions should no longer be sort of considered and should be ignored because uh, individuals have the right to move on from, from their past deeds. Uh, another uh, legal argument uh, which Google has stressed has been the public interest argument that uh, the public uh, should have uh, the right to access this information uh, because of the role uh, of these two businessmen in in public life. And my understanding is that Google also made some kind of arguments about them offering some sort of journalistic uh, service. What is that about? So under EU uh, law, they can use uh, an argument that the information is contained in journalistic articles. Uh, therefore, again, 
relate to the public interest argument, they can be exempted from, from delisting uh, this particular information. What are the stakes for Google here? Uh, I understand that the claimants have spoken about seeking some damages. Is it the money or is it something else that Google is afraid of? Not really, because the claimant's lawyers have indicated that we're talking here about not very substantial damage claims. Uh, for Google, the most important thing is that they continue promoting the uh, right to free expression um, and they're very keen to, to preserve preserve that uh, through blocking these um, lawsuits. And my understanding is they get millions of such requests. Well, um, the latest statistics that Google has published uh, shows that over the last three and a half years, uh, they received requests uh, for about 2.4 million uh, links to be delisted from, from their uh, web results. So I can see why that's a big burden on, on a company to, to honour all those delistings and why they'd mm. be keen to you know, at least have some kind of stop measures available yes. to them. So uh, in, during the trial, I understand the, uh, the UK's data privacy regulator intervened. This doesn't happen very often. What was their position? Indeed, it was very interesting to see the Information Commissioner's Office uh, in the courtroom in the first trial when they put forward the UK regulator's position on, on this case. Uh, they seemed to lean a bit more towards the claimant's arguments saying that spent uh, convictions uh, should weigh heavily in the whole balancing exercise uh, that Google carries out. And they also uh, said that the public interest argument would be valid only if evidence shows uh, that the individuals somehow misled the public. And when do we, do we expect a judgment? So the uh, judge, uh, Mark Warby, has said that uh, he, will, he will aim to uh, hand down the judgment before Easter, so next week. So we'll have to wait and see whether he manages to, to do that. So if, if the case was built around this idea of a spent conviction, then it is really a UK-focused decision with little implication for other European countries. Is that correct? That's right, because after all, it's a very national matter. Uh, there is some guidance at the EU level written by privacy regulators, national privacy regulators, but they don't say anything um, about spent convictions. Do we expect more of these cases in the UK? Yes, absolutely, because we now have new EU privacy uh, rules coming into force in May, the General Data Protection Regulation, and that will strengthen the, the principle of the right to be forgotten. Uh, we've already uh, seen uh, in court registers um, filed cases uh, in, in, in the UK uh, and earlier this year we, we reported on the case uh, again involving a businessman uh, who is suing Google uh, because it refused to deal with certain information about him. Um, that claim hasn't been accepted by the court but only because uh, the individual failed to uh, inform Google properly about uh, his legal action. Fessa, thank you very much for joining us today. If you'd like to read more about the latest Google court disputes or in fact any of the other cases that are ongoing, you can click on the stories listed below or log on to MLEX for our team's latest reporting. I'm Anna Rago, MLEX's Managing Editor in London, and I was joined by Vesla Gladicheva, Senior Technology Correspondent. That's all from us in London today. Thank you for listening and we'll see you very soon for another MLEX podcast. Mm-hmm.